Hi, listener. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Join me each week to escape and be refreshed with stories of people who dared not to settle for the American dream. Go beyond just getting enough in life and live into a place where big dreams actually do come true. In each episode, you'll discover why internal success is better than external success. Be prepared to redefine what your best looks like in your life and free yourself from the guilt of wanting more. Hey, listeners. Okay, this is part two that I promised you. Last week, we talked about the five things to stop doing to be able to reach the success that you want in your life, and certainly the success that I know you're capable of having. And so now let's flip it and talk about the five things that you want to start doing. What are the five things that you can do intentionally to help make your business even easier and better and to be able to just make that climb that you're, you know, to the top of the mountain that you're making a little bit easier, right? You want the the nuts and bolts of uh, how to make life easier, right? We all do. So I've done the hard work for you. I've narrowed it down to five things that I'm going to share with you in this episode that really are critical and that honestly changed my business forever. They were things that I never knew about, and Lord knows I wish I knew about them decades ago. So I'm going to give you a peek into the top five things to start doing that helped change my business. But before we get into the episode, I want to remind you to leave that review. Again, it's so important. It goes a really long way. If there's an episode you've listened to, then call it out. Talk about the things that have changed your business or tidbits that you have learned that have helped create success for you. And it will help other women to be able to be inspired to listen and I would be forever grateful. Let's be honest. I would so appreciate it. So, all right. Now, let's get started. It's time to make your business even better. Okay, listeners, as promised, part two. We are talking about the top five things to start to create the success that you want in your business. And to kick us off, the first thing that I'm going to share with you is that you want to become protective of your energy. I love Jim Rohn's quote, success is not to be pursued. It is to be attracted by the person you become. So, Are you attracting the type of energy that's leading you further toward your success? Or are you giving off and attracting the type of energy that is making success more difficult for you? Ask yourself that. You know, I'm a big proponent of looking at a 24-hour period as a pie. So I want you to think of it as something that you're slicing up and you're giving it away. So if you take a 24 hours, even if right now you just kind of reflect on the 24 hours before you listen to this podcast, think about how you sliced up that day. What did you give your energy to? Was it given to things that added value? 
Was it given to things that, you know, brought joy? Was it given to things that depleted you? Right? I mean, I always ask people that are talking to me about things that are going wrong in their business, you know, for them to reflect how much energy are you giving to this situation and this circumstance, right? Don't give as much energy to the problem. You want to give your energy to the solution. But yet we so often, just as a society, want to harp on and talk about and, you know, recount all of the issues. You know, it can even be such a subtle shift You know, I make intentional choices to when someone says, you know, how are things going? I try not to say something to them about how bad things are or busy or overwhelmed, right? Think about how you feel when you begin to talk about your energy being depleted. Don't you feel more depleted, right? If you're talking about you're being overwhelmed and so much on your plate and so much going on, you know, we're a society that, goodness gracious, we wear busy as a badge of honor and overwhelmed too. I would throw that word into the bunch. And instead, you can start making a choice to talk about the positive things, to say, gosh, you know, today I had this great moment, or I was able to accomplish X, and it really filled my cup. You know, the moment that you begin to make that shift, you will be shocked at the shift that other people around you will make as well. The discussions that they will begin to have with you will be the result of positive choices they've made as well. So start making choices that reflect the energy you want and the person you want to become instead of always acting out of habit, right? That habit is to say that you're overwhelmed. It is a habit to say that you are incredibly busy. You know, in fact, I listened to a gentleman this morning in Starbucks and he had a a, what appeared to be, you know, a customer trying to interact with him and give him some feedback on his product. And the owner was flippant and dismissive merely because he was in a hurry. He was too busy to listen. And I would argue that he was acting out of habit When he engaged in that dismissive behavior, I don't think if he was making an intentional choice that he would have given off that type of energy to one of his customers. So I want you to ask yourself, what gives you energy? And what depletes your energy? You know, you can do the reflection, right? Based on what you spent the last 24 hours doing and think about what actions you did that depleted you and what actions, you know, that gave you energy. Or you can look at the next 24 hours ahead and think about which of the things that are on that to-do list or are scheduled for the next 24 hours, whether they are depleting things or whether they are giving things. And then I want you to think about the top thing, three things that you want to accomplish for the remainder of the year. And I want you to make sure that you create the space to have the energy to put towards those top three things. 
Because very often we make, like I said, those decisions out of habit of where to put our time, which is our energy, towards, you know, menial tasks on our to-do list just out of a strange sense of accomplishment of checking something off rather than taking the time to decide, you know what, actually, I want to take my energy and put them towards accomplishing something big. Now, doing that may take a significant amount of your energy, but when you decide intentionally to do it, you can create the space for it. Now, take those top three things that you want to accomplish and put them in your calendar for each day, week, or month remaining this year. Now, if it's not in my calendar, I know that it's not a necessary priority of mine. And I'm not actually giving energy to it. So if there is a goal left on your list this year that you dream about accomplishing, the number one your way you're going to get there is taking a big slice of your pie on a daily basis and giving your energy to the growth of that particular goal. Okay, so be very protective of that energy of yours. Okay, the second thing is I want you to start living in a state of curiosity. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, curiosity is the compass that leads us to our passions. Follow it and you won't be disappointed. The future belongs to the curious. So I love that idea that the future belongs to the curious because I want you to think about how many times you felt inspired to explore something new when you had already made the assumption about how it was going to end up, right? Do you feel inspired to take a risk or begin something when you are in the state of mind of making assumptions, To me, making assumptions about conclusions is the antithesis of this state of curiosity. So what do I really mean by the state of curiosity? I mean about making statements to yourself like this. I wonder where this will take me. I'm excited to see where this will go. Those are creating opportunities for yourself. Those statements create a very different decision that you're making. And by decision, I mean, when you say to yourself, I wonder where this will take me, do you feel expansive, which is what I believe where curiosity takes you? Or do you feel smaller, constricting? No, you feel expansive. And when you are in an expanded state, what will you do? you will take very different actions, right? So a state of curiosity can actually help control your actions, which can then control the results that you get. So if something happens to me, so let's say a client relationship, you know, ends. You know, someone decides to walk away from a client relationship. And instead of me making an assumption, right, and assuming that that is to my detriment, 
right? And assuming, gosh, this is going to be horrible for my business. And assuming that now I've got to work even harder. I've got to hustle, right? I've got to do some things to make up that income. I'm going to do things that may not be expansive for my business, right? So I get into a fear-based mentality, So instead, I constrict and I say, oh, she probably left or he probably left because they weren't getting great customer service. So I better pour myself into my customer service and make sure I take care of the clients that I do have so no one else leaves. Well, now what have you done? You've probably eliminated the action of growing outside your comfort zone. You've probably eliminated the action of creating a new potential client list and pursuing them because, you know, you've assumed that this is detrimental. So you assume that other people don't want your business either and don't want to work with you. So again, that just, that decision and to make an assumption Versus leaning into the curiosity, that choice leads you down to very different paths. But when I can look at it and say, you know what? Gosh, I am so excited to see what's going to be next now that I have more room. Now that I have more time, wow, I wonder what opportunities I'm being set up for. I wonder and I can't wait to see how who knows? I may see someone next at Starbucks that's going to have an opportunity for me. So aren't my actions then going to be very expansive? And what am I going to be doing? I'm going to be taking off that blinder that I had. When I put on that blinder, when I had the assumptions, I'm going to be taking that blinder off and I'm going to be looking everywhere to see the opportunities that are going to be presented. And when I'm looking for opportunities, what do you think I'm going to see? I'm going to see more opportunities. When I am making assumptions that detrimental things lie ahead, what do you think I'm going to see? Detrimental things, absolutely. So expect the storms in your business. View them as a gift because they are. They are potentially just reorienting you towards a new, better direction and adjust your sails right? Maybe you can't change the direction of the wind, but you can always adjust your sails to reach a different destination. So I challenge you the next time you are facing a situation where it feels like the outcome isn't what you want it to be and begin to change your perspective, change the lens that you look through things with. Uh, one of my other favorite authors is Sean Acor, not Anchor, but Acor, A-C-H-O-R. He's the author of The Happiness Advantage, and I had the privilege of getting to hear him speak one time. He also has another book that I'd highly recommend called Big Potential. It's a fantastic book, um, and obviously, I'm always talking about you achieving your greatest potential, so it's a good one to read as well. But he says, it's the lens through which your brain views the world that shapes your reality. And if we can change the lens, not only can we change your happiness, we can change every single outcome at the same time. So not only is he an incredible author, but he's actually a happiness researcher. 
So it's one very unique thing that I love about him is that he spends his life and career studying happiness. So what does that mean to me? It means I'm going to take him at his word. (laughs) It means I'm going to trust what he has studied and researched and how he has formulated this scientific approach to realize that the brain actually, as fact, works this way. It means that I can change my reality and the level of happiness that I get to experience when I change my perspective. And to me, the very best tool in your toolbox to change that perspective and then ultimately change the outcome is that tool of curiosity. Trust me, it's going to be one of your favorite ones in your bag from now on. I know it sounds like something subtle, but the changes that it can create in your life can be monumental. Okay, now moving on to my third thing that you can start doing in order to create the success that you want. You hear me talk about it all the time. You can start reading and learning something new to expand. I love how Dr. Seuss says, the more that you read, the more things you will know, the more that you learn, the more places you'll go. And it couldn't be more true. You know, oftentimes we have to kind of take it back to the children's book to be able to recognize that these are just kind of fundamental truths. And at the end of the day, know that it's true that if you aren't expanding as an individual, then how can you expect your life to expand, right? goes back to the same adage that, you know, if you're repeating the same actions and doing the same things and saying that you don't have time for expansion, then you can expect to receive the same results you're getting right now. So if you're good, you're all good, and you're satisfied with where you are, perfect. But if you're not, and you really want to keep expanding, then keep challenging yourself through reading. Did you know that on average, CEOs read between 70 and 100 books a year? You know what the average is for just an average human? One. One. Right? So if you think about it and you say to yourself, like, wow, you know, I am only gaining the information from, on average, again, one book or however many that you read versus, and yet I'm comparing myself because social media and all the rest, I'm comparing myself to the same expectations and have the same expectations for my life and my career that these other CEOs have. Then ask yourself if you're putting the same time in to expanding yourself and your mind in the way that they are. So you can only expand as far as you create the space to expand as well. You know, so if you are kind of visualizing your life right now and you are a small circle, small sphere, well, you need to expand, right, and challenge yourself and create that space for yourself so that more things can come into your life. You can't receive more if you maintain that small sphere. You have to expand to invite more in. And the best way to be able to do that 
is to be able to learn. So set aside time and energy into that process of learning. You know, I always tell people, at least set aside some time once a quarter to attend a conference, right? Take a seminar, um, you know, take a new online course, do something to challenge the way that you look at the world and what you think. And obviously, listening to this podcast, I know you're likely a grower yourself, but continue to push yourself to expand and think of it as, you know, I don't want to have a sphere that is small. I want to have one that is the size of, you know, my county, that's the size of my state and, you know, expanding from there. Because what got you here won't get you to the next level. It won't, right? You can't expect to continue to progress to the next level if you haven't put this time and energy into it. So a great way to think about it is right now, just ponder for a second and think about what are the attributes of the person that you want to emulate? Hopefully you have someone that you look up to or that you would love for your career to emulate. What is it that they do? Who do you admire and and what actions do you see them taking? And then start trying to learn and adopt those behaviors. No, please do not run so far in that direction. You don't need to jump on the scale at a 10 and do every single thing that they do. That's not what I'm saying. But you can be a one or a two, right? You can do a little bit of what they do and incrementally increase the actions that emulate that, that have gotten them the results. Because at the end of the day, you know, you are you bring a uniqueness to the world and to the situation, and so you're not going to be exactly like them, right, no matter what you do. But if it has been done before, it means you can do it again. Not to mention, when you're expanding yourself, you actually are statistically happier. You know, 90% of happiness is how your mind processes the world Yet the brain automatically focuses on things like workload, stresses, and complaints rather than just being, you know, a person that sits naturally and is naturally grateful or happy, right? So we have to work at it, right? So if your brain is automatically going to focus on things like workload, stress, and complaints, and your 90% of your happiness is about how your mind processes the world, then you know what? You better be intentional about how you're processing things. You know, you feel happier when you are moving closer to your potential. And so that means that when you are challenging yourself and you are pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, despite at the beginning your brain might immediately, out of habit, focus on the fact that it will create additional workload or stressors. You can change that lens to gratitude and a feeling of happiness. And it will get you further towards a bigger, bolder level of happiness than had you stayed exactly where you are right now. Have you guys tried out 99designs.com yet? 
I have talked about it endlessly on my Insta stories. And it's because it makes design so easy. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't have a creative bone in my body. And yet, I want all of the designs that I have associated with my business to look really great and professional. But when I was starting out, I didn't have all the income to be able to spend on fancy designers. And that's where 99design comes in. Their tagline is, design makes anything possible. And I couldn't agree more. It really allows you to come across as professional and amazing as you know that you are. So what's incredible about 99designs is they give you an opportunity to hire talented designers from all over the world that really provide designs that help you grow your business. And that's really what we're all about. They can design everything for you from a logo to a website to images to support your business. And if you followed my Insta story, you saw that I received more than 36 submissions when I ran a contest for my design for email marketing. So they don't just give you one or two to choose from. You have an endless array of designs to represent your business. You get then to narrow it down to a few selections, make edits, change anything that you want, and finally land on your final design. If after that point you have a designer you love, you get to continue to work with them. And don't worry, throughout the process, you even have someone to hold your hand. It's an account manager that will email you and check in on you and ask you how things are going. So it's not a process you have to manage all by yourself. You have someone there making sure you're loving the results that you're getting. I just can't say enough things about 99designs.com. I'm so grateful that something like that exists in the marketplace to support you, the small business owner, and the entrepreneur, because I want you to get your message out there in a powerful way. And I know that 99designs.com can do that for you. So make sure to check out, yes, you're listening to the podcast likely on your phone. So check out the description and there's a link right there to 99designs to be able to access the discount associated with listeners of this podcast. Or just go to the link on my Instagram at Sally Holder and make sure to use the link there to get your discount as a listener of this podcast as well. So I can't wait to hear about your experience with 99designs and see all the amazing work that they do for you too. Now, let's think about the fourth thing that you want to start doing. And I'm kind of giggling at myself because if I were still in my kind of bubble of practicing law and, you know, if you had fast forwarded and told me that I would even be recommending this to people, I would have said, you're hilarious. But anyway, nevertheless, number four on my list is start meditating. Now, there are all kinds of benefits to meditation, right? There are, you know, decreases in stress. It adds more hours to your day, right? It reduces 
things like aging and it helps you appreciate life more. It helps you have a better night's sleep, right? It increases your immune system and helps you fight diseases. I mean, there are a million benefits and I could keep going on and on, you know, all of those benefits forever. But, you know, most importantly, it helps you reset your brain, right? If you're wanting one specific tool that you can walk away, if nothing else, meditation is my number one. Because in a five-minute period, you can significantly impact your brain and change your state from a negative one to a positive one. It's been clinically proven, so you don't have to trust me. Trust all those fancy scientists out there. And what are the meditation apps and tools that I recommend? Well, by far my favorite one still to this day is the one that Oprah and Deepak Chopra do together. It looks like a little flower, white flower on a purple background in the app store if you're looking for it. And they have unpaid and paid options. What I love about it is they have meditation tools that address anything that you're struggling with. You know, you have a blockage to, you know, increased income. Maybe you're stressed about your, you know, marriage or whatever it may be. They have a meditation that specifically addresses that. And for me, especially when I was starting out with this tool, I needed a little guidance. I needed someone to take me through the process. And Deepak does that in such a beautiful, easy way. And I mean, let's be honest, anything Oprah does is great. So um, number four, meditation, get on the bandwagon and, you know, just forget all of your preconceived notions about it for me just for a minute and go with it. Just try it. And I bet you are going to find that it helps you in a really fantastic way as well. Okay. Number five, the very last tool that is going to help you start reaching your dreams is you are going to start holding yourself accountable to those dreams. You know, there is nothing that I get more probably frustrated and up in arms about than someone that says to me, well, you know what, this is my dream, but we'll just see what happens. I'm like, I, it just sets me off. I immediately want to start arguing with them and saying, yes, there is a sense of, you know, organic um, processes that you want to have about the situation or about, you know, your, your desire to have this dream come true. But you can't just sit on your hands and do nothing. You have to be an active participant in your life and creating the right circumstances to make this dream happen. So, You can't simply say, we'll see. I would argue to yourself, back to the first point, what type of energy does that put out there? You know, if I were the universe looking at you and you're saying, "Mm, we'll see, I would be thinking, you know what? She hasn't quite made up her mind what she wants yet. So I'm just going to let her be for a little while. I'm going to let her ride this out and experience, well, at least in my experience, what it was, was a little bit more pain until I got really super clear on where I wanted to go. So if you're all signed up for the pain train, go for it. 
But if you want to jump off that train and start heading in the right direction, make a clear and conscious decision of what your goal is going to be. And then start to create the actions, an action plan to get you there. And don't let yourself out of it. Hold yourself accountable. You know what? If you don't have an accountability partner and you want someone to hold you accountable, email me. Shoot me an email. It's just my first name at mylastname.com. Sally at sallyholder.com. Send me an email. And shout it to the rooftops. Share on your social media what it is that you want to do. You know, get it out there to the world. And then it will begin to hold you more accountable knowing that other people know the direction that you want to go in. It's so critically important. And you won't be able to let yourself off the hook as easily as you might have in the past. And when in doubt, you know, doubt's going to creep in as you begin to take some of these actions. Just kind of remember this beautiful quote. And actually, I have it written on the the whiteboard. Actually, technically, it's black colored, but it's a whiteboard in my office. And it says, be clear on your intentions, but fluid on the how, right? You don't have to know how it's all going to turn out to announce what your dream is. You just need to be clear on where it is you want to go, right? If you wanted to go somewhere great that was sunny, you wouldn't just get in the car and start driving and hope you land there, right? You might end up in Minnesota in January. Or if you got clear on the fact that you wanted to be somewhere sunny and warm in January, then you might decide to go to California or to Florida, and you'd map out how you'd get there, and then you would get in the car and take the actions one by one to make it happen. And all I'm saying is do the same with your career. Don't just, you know, hope on a wing and a prayer. Actually take the next step. That's all you have to do. You don't have to get overwhelmed. You can just take the next step in front of you. And you know what? Jump. The net will appear. Things will be fine. Trust me. I've jumped plenty of times and I'm still here. Still kicking. Still learning. Still failing. But also still really succeeding. Because I'm happy at what I'm doing and I'm moving in the direction of my dreams. So I have used these five tools to get me further in my journey. And I really hope that they will be instrumental in helping you get further along in your journey too. And I can't wait to hear how they've changed your life. So share it with me. Don't be afraid to reach out and tell me that you've implemented some of these and they have been beneficial for you too. So I'm excited to see where the rest of the year takes you as you stop doing those five things that we talked about in the last episode and really implement these for the remainder of this year after you get off this episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Hitting Rock Middle podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Remember that you can always find out more about me by visiting sallyholder.com. That's S-A-L-L-I-E-H-O-L-D-E-R.com. And if you want to stay in touch or get more free tips from me, make sure to join my free weekly newsletter that's filled with tips to help you achieve your greatest potential. 
Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere where you're currently listening. And leave us a review. It really is a small thing to do that goes a long way to helping others find our show too. We'll be back next week with another empowering story of dreaming beyond the American dream. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.